Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's Carriker and Smallman here on 101 ESPN. I am Smallman. Carriker is off today. Long weekend for Randy Carriker, who celebrated his birthday yesterday. But we have the voice of the blues here on 101 ESPN. Chris Kerber sitting in for all three hours. I haven't had the guts to try to cook my own carrot cake on a a smoker yet. So I'm not fully filling Randy's seat. Yeah, you're not really filling in for Randy until you bring us a carrot cake. Well, I wouldn't. (laughs) Like, that man has finally made cooking a carrot cake an intimidating process. But he got it from the Traeger website. The recipe is there. He just followed the instructions. Yeah, I'm not. I will never be bringing in a carrot cake because I don't think it could. Because I've had it. I've had. He has brought that up to the booth, right? And it is that good. It's the best cake I've ever had. It is okay. So carrot cake. That's kind of one of my all-time favorite desserts. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the best carrot cake I've ever had. That beats any diner carrot cake you'll ever eat. It's sensational. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and welcome in our friend Greg, friend Greg Amzinger from the MLB Network. Greg normally joins us on Thursdays. He couldn't, so we're lucky enough to have him today. Greg, thanks so much for the time. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, good to speak to both of you. The fact that Randy Carricker's birthday is what's keeping him out makes me think to myself, wow, I remember interning for Randy Carricker my freshman year in college. Uh, yesterday, I dropped my daughter off for her freshman year in college. Now, I'm not saying Randy's old, but breaking news, Randy's not young. <laughs> breaking news here on 101 ESPN. <laughs> now, now, Greg, I need to follow up here. How are you doing, bud? How You, you dropped oh, your daughter goodness. off at college. Uh, are you okay? This this is a trust tree. Let it let it out. That, what a great question. I've been bawling my eyes out for like the last three days. Like when she flew away from the state of New Jersey, I was crying. I was a mess. And then the day of, uh, I, I just tried to hold it together. But it is the most emotionally draining thing. And it's not like you want your kids to stay close to home. She's not, by the way. She's going to Colorado College, very far away um, from New Jersey. But it, you want the best for your kid. It's just. I don't know. It's like this aching feeling you have in your heart that doesn't go away. It's just this bittersweet life I live now that your little baby is just, you know, I don't want to be too long, but I'll say it this way. Their life is a book, right? You were a central figure for the first three chapters of their book. Now you turn the page to another chapter. You get mentioned in the rest of the book, but you're no longer one of the star characters in their book. That makes you want to cry as a parent, but it's a wonderful thing, and it's a part of life. Greg, I I call them Dick Vermeil moments now where you just, you know, emotion gets you and and you tear up. And and so I have three daughters, and they – you know, my oldest is a junior in high school. She just had few, four years ago. She went over to the so uh, to Russia to participate in this football for friendship program, and her roommate there was a girl from the Netherlands. They stayed in touch. They Facetime. They texted. They they they've become good friends from afar. Well. 
this girl from the Netherlands, Irish, she got her GED because she wanted to, to, to try something new, and she got a scholarship to play soccer at Iowa Central Community College. Her parents okay. couldn't fly over because of COVID with her, but, so she had her student visa. So she, she uh, about three weeks ago, she flew to St. Louis. She stayed with us for 10 days. Week became kind of adoptive college parents, so we took her up to her, her dorm at school with her, that kind of thing. <laughs> this isn't even my own kid. She spent 10 days She's just a friend of my daughter's. We're leaving. I felt so responsible. I had. I walked. I said, "Come on, we got to go talk safety." Because here's. I mean, did she she turned seventeen this month. She's younger too. We're having the safety talk. Her dad's back in the Netherlands. I'm texting Peter saying I'm talking to your daughter about safety now. And and we drove away. I was emotional and I went, "Oh my God!" A year and a half from now, or two years when I got to do this with my own daughter, I'm going to be an absolute mess. So I got pain. Remember when we were, like, cool? When we were, like, 18, 19 years old, we were cool, and we didn't yeah. understand why our parents were so emotional? It just happens to you. It's, I, I, look, we all have to feel our feelings, and that's the beautiful part about humanity. There are some things that it's like ripping a Band-Aid off for the first time. Someone can describe it to you, but until you go through it, you have no idea what's coming your way. It's just it's an emotional roller coaster. Hey, real quick, and what I – I, I I know we got plenty of baseball to talk to, but I also just love the human side of guests and and, and things like that with with Greg Amsinger here. I've said this to so many people, and and and, and parents are going to understand this, okay? And eventual parents, soon to be parents, and new parents, you, you get this too. You could look at your wife, your girlfriend, your husband, your boyfriend, okay, and say I love you, and you and, and you think you do, right? You think you do. You know you do, okay? You look them in the eye. There's that twinkle. You know you, you, you know you do. It's when you're you look at that child for the first time that you truly understand what love is, and you realize. I wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Would that be accurate? You know what? It, 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 I, I, obviously, I really love my wife, but there's like this selfish part of loving my wife. You know, obviously, I'm really attracted to my wife. So I, it's a little, for me there, there's a little like, ooh, I get that part of this relationship. But when you have a baby, when you see that baby's face for the first time, it is an uncontrollable, selfless love. There's nothing in it for me. Yeah, I want hugs and kisses, but but if she chooses not to do that when she's a little toddler, it's not like I'm angry with her. It's, there's a selflessness to it that is actually the most purest form of love. There's yep. nothing in it for me. I want the best for her. And, and because of that, that's the biggest difference to me. You know, like the, the relationship with your partner, it's there's an att- physical attraction. You benefit from that. You really enjoy that personally. But when it's your kid, it, you just the, the green light of uh, of them, it, it's always on. There's no yellow light. There's no red light. You're always giving for that person. And that to me is like the purest part of love. Man, this has been the best therapy session I've ever had, guys. This well, thank you. So I feel so much better. I'm glad, Greg. We're going to talk Cardinals baseball here in a second, but I don't have kids, so I don't know what that feels like. But I am a former young girl that was dropped off at college by her parents. <laughs> and I have to tell you, Greg, even though there may be some other central characters in your daughter's life, you may have some co-stars. You're always going to be a central figure, and don't you forget that. Okay? Uh, no matter okay, how old you. she gets, you're you always going to be a central character. So don't take that lightly. All right, well, we have to talk some Cardinals baseball, of course. And, Greg, you kind of got us excited here in St. Louis when you revealed that at the All-Star game, Nolan Arenado, he came up to you, he whispered in your ear that the Cardinals were going to play 
in the wild card game. They beat the Brewers 8-4 to last night. Two losses prior to that, but before they went into that series, six-game winning streak. They're three and a half games out right now. Do you believe Nolan Arenado's sentiment? Yes, yes. Well, Nolan Arenado is a strategic warrior. That's what, how I describe him, okay? He's someone that wins the marathon. Yeah, he tries to win every single sprint, but he understands the end game. The schedule matters. People that look at baseball schedules and they throw it out the window, like, ah, it's a different sport. This is the NFL. It's not the NBA. I do not buy that at all. When you have your next nine games against the Pirates, then two against our yeah, two against the Tigers, then four against the Pirates. You look at the other teams they're trying to run down. The San Diego Padres, who have the second NL wild card, their schedule is brutal coming up. The Cardinals have a favorable schedule that is until they get to the month of September. And then 10 of their last 25 games are against the Milwaukee Brewers, whose third best pitcher just went on the IL in Peralta. So I think the Cardinals proved in this series they should have. Obviously, they should have won the other night. The, the home run, Garcia off Reyes, that was a heartbreaking loss. They could beat the Brewers. And they've got a lot of Pittsburgh Pirates coming up on their schedule. They've got a lot of Cincinnati Reds coming up on their schedule. The Reds also have a somewhat favorable schedule, but not as soft as the Cardinals in the next nine days. The Cardinals need to make up ground. This is their chance to do it. I think there's a strong chance that this isn't the Padres won't be in the conversation at the last week of the regular season. I think this could be a Cardinals versus Reds who will get that second wild card spot. It's going to be dramatic, and I believe Nolan Arenado. He's never lied to me before. <laughs> I don't think he's going to lie to me here. I think the Cardinals are going to be in that wild card game. Greg, really quickly about the Padres. Not only are you, are you right, they have the toughest strength of, strength of schedule remaining, but they just lost seven of their past eight to the Diamondbacks and the Rockies. What's going on They're there? They're a mess. Their, their pitching has fallen apart. Uh, they really depleted their farm system to go for it. They're going to need some of those young guys in the farm system to come up down the stretch and held them on the mound. Who would have ever thought we'd be talking about this when they acquired the Musgroves and the Darvishes and the Blake Snells who's going tonight? They have been a colossal collective disappointment, and that is the honest to God's truth. No one saw this coming. But again, when you acquire a bunch of interchangeable parts, and yes, they're big names, and you, on paper it means that you should win, there's just this human element called chemistry that did never seem like it got together, especially on that side of the ball, the pitching side of the ball. Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado are stars. Tatis is the most you know, talented player in the National League. But that can't define a team. And what you're seeing is the mojo of a team like the Reds when their stalwart uh, star Joey Votto has reemerged to become an MVP candidate. When you see the St. Louis Cardinals start to get consistency on the mound with all these old guys, Jack Flaherty and a bunch of old guys in this rotation, who'd have thunk it. And now it's starting to, you know, they could put one step in front of the other. But there's continuity on both sides for those teams, the Reds and the Cardinals. No overhaul changes. So that that is what is helping this team. I brought up marathon and a sprint earlier. It looks like that, you know, the tortoise is starting to catch up to the hare. And Fernando Tatis and his group, they're the they're the they're the hare that was out in front of this. And what we're seeing is the Reds and the Cardinals are going to have the longevity on their side to make this happen. And look at the strength of schedule, people. That is why you have to make believe that the St. Louis Cardinals are a legitimate wild card contender. I think they're going to be in that wild card game. 
That said, I and I know how important starting pitching is, but with Michaelis returning to the mound, Jack Flaherty trying to get back in, in, into you know form as he gets, he'll get another start here shortly. You've seen what Adam Wainwright has done all season long, and then you go out and you get, you get the two veteran guys, and they've been okay, not great, with Lester and Hap, but, but it's there. I wonder, Greg, if what we saw last night from the Cardinals' relief pitching of four or five guys come in, throw perfect baseball they face 13 batters they get 14 outs they do it in 38 pitches i wonder if the key to this stretch is not going to be even more consistency in that bullpen than some of the question marks you're just naturally going to have with the starters right now well it's a great question look you you show me a good bullpen i'll show you a good starting rotation that did not tax that bullpen this is the inverse here The, the bullpen has been taxed They've been dragging this team to be above 500. Now you've got a bit more stability in that starting rotation, and they're going to need to give you innings down the stretch as this team tries to vie for October baseball. The bullpen has been worn out. Alex Reyes has been worn out. Gallegos, one of the most deliberate relievers I've ever seen, has been worn out. But these guys are going to have to be the setup and close of a Cardinal team that's going to try to clinch a spot in October. So, you know, you're going to rely on other arms, I think, uh, Hennessy's Cabrera has looked as good as he's ever looked this year. Uh, been very efficient lately. ERA under three. They're going to need guys to step up and become stars in that bullpen. And if it does not happen, you cannot rely on 35, 36 to 38 year olds, 39 year olds to give you eight and nine innings down the stretch uh, to get you into through September baseball. So uh, you're right. Uh, they can't do anything about it now. Trade deadline has come and gone. There will be some September call-ups, but I don't see anyone on, the, on that list that will change the trajectory of that bullpen. So the guys have, that have gotten the Cardinals here cannot give you six innings. They can't. They're going to have to give you three and a half. So the starting rotation, it's on them to put the bullpen uh, with a spot to put its best foot forward here if the Cardinals are going to play uh, meaningful games. A couple more quick things for Greg Amzinger of the MLB Network. We got a bit of news yesterday, Greg, from Katie Wu and Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic that the Cardinals and Yadier Molina have been discussing a one-year contract extension that will keep him with the Cardinals for the 2022 season. Two-pronged question here. A, do you think it's good that the Cardinals want to bring Yadier back? And B, do you think it's smart for them to start these talks now rather than wait until the offseason? Yes, 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 yes. I think this is the first domino to fall to what will be a magical season. I think I, I predicted this on your show. Yeah, I've been saying, I've been saying it on, a, on MLB Network. I believe in my heart of hearts. I would be shocked. As a matter of fact, it, I would be equally as shocked if this didn't happen. This is the same thing as my daughter calling me like, I want to come home. I don't want to go to college or Colorado college. This would be the <laughs> same kind of thing. I think the Cardinals will have Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright, and with the new CBA, there will be a universal DH, in my humble opinion. Albert Pools will be the starting designated hitter next year for the St. Louis Cardinals. Wow. This is the first domino to fall to make sure that happens. But these three Cardinal legends will go off into the sunset after next year, which could be a banner season in St. Louis. And what an incredible experience that will be. 2022 Cardinal baseball with those three in the lineup. It would almost feel like a current Cardinal way of doing things where if the designated hitter comes in, you'd end up signing Albert Pujols and you would be platooning a designated hitter. One guy for the lefties, one guy for the righties. 
Yes and no. I, look, <laughs> I, I know Albert, the, the moniker is he can only hit left-handed pitching right now, but take a peek at what he's done since he's gone to the Dodgers. I think he's around 279 home runs, almost 40 RBIs. He hasn't played, uh, you know, 70 games, okay? So if you look at his production and compare him to other sluggers in the game right now, he's better than some big names, and that's playing sporadically with the Los Angeles Dodgers. I still think he can get hits against right-handed pitching. I think if he gets into an everyday groove, especially coming back to St. Louis, where, look, again, I bring up this word humanity, the humanity of it. When everyone's standing up, we're going to see, I don't know if you guys remember when Willie McGee came back to St. Louis. A standing ovation every time he stepped up to the plate all season long in Bush Stadium. The opposition, (laughs) I remember Dan Plesak telling me this, he's like, we're all sitting in the bullpen going, why is Willie McGee getting a standing ovation four times a night here. This is bananas. That's Cardinal baseball, man. They love their legends. Albert Pujols will feed off of that, and he's going to be a very productive 42-year-old next year. I, again, it feels like I'm putting the card in front of the horse. I'm not. I don't have sources like Ken Rosenthal. I'm just telling you what I believe. This is an opportunity to make a ton of money, and I follow the dollar sign, and Cardinals executives understand. You bring Pools, Molina, and Wainwright back to let them go off into the sunset that's a cash cow cardinal fans will eat that up like that that's carrot a massive bobblehead i gotta tell you greg <laughs> there's been some empty seats at the ballpark recently too and you're right those three back certainly people will be buying tickets for that last thing before we let you go it's it's always tough when former cardinals have success elsewhere but i think it's been a little bittersweet for cardinals fans to have colton wong back in town and see the success that he's having with the brewers curbs and i were talking about this earlier in the show do you think it was a mistake by the cardinals front office to not bring colton wong back no i don't think it was a mistake colton wong i think needed a change of scenery and while his numbers have been good ops over 800 and He's on pace for, I think, like 12 home runs. A very good defender, obviously. It was. It's time to let a guy like Tommy Edmonds show you what he can do. A switch hitter, plays multiple positions at second base. He had the whole Matt Carpenter uh, at the end of his career. He's going to need some games, so he'll play some second base. I think the Cardinals had to do it, but to your point, it adds to this laundry list of former Cardinals who are killing it, from Randy Rosarena, Luke Voigt, to Adolis Garcia. Sia, who's an all-star for the Texas Rangers. Magneria Sierra is playing an awful lot now for the uh, Miami Marlins, and I think he's going to be good. Alcantara is one of their best pitchers and one of the most talented pitchers in the National League. This, this Unfortunately, the story goes on and on. <laughs> There's a, a lot of young talent out there that the Cardinals will part ways with, but every team can probably say a similar tale, and it's just part of the game. Uh, Colton Wong was a productive player, had his ups and downs. He's with the rival right now, the winning the division, having a very nice season when he's healthy, but the Cardinals had to make a move to get Tommy Edmonds some more time, and, and uh, it's just one of those bittersweet moments that the executives have to make. Great stuff as always from our friend Greg Amzinger. Check out all his great work on MLB Network. Greg, thanks for the time and stay strong, my friend. You got this. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I believe I can do this. I can do this. I you appreciate it. We believe in you, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Take care. All right. That's Greg Amzinger on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. 
TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.